Hallelujah, hallelujah. Turn with me this morning to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. This morning, we're going to talk about compassion, love and action. Hallelujah. You know, I'm well assured that any Christian that's born again wants to walk in love. But you know, you have to be taught how to walk in love. It don't, you know, only place I read was over in Thessalonians. And Paul said, you're the only church I've come to. Didn't need nobody to teach you in love. You was already there. Do you know it's certain people that just automatically walk in love? They're kinder than other folks. Did you know that? Huh? Well, hallelujah. <clears throat> you know, kind of like me, for an example. And don't nobody lie. Hallelujah. I'm one of the few that had to learn that. Praise God. We'll get to Ephesians in a minute, but uh, in the Old Covenant, there's a word that's used for compassion. Psalms 145, 8 and 9 said, The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. Slow to anger, of great mercy. Full of compassion. Next verse said, The Lord is good to all and His tender mercies are over all His works. So you can figure out right quick where good and evil comes from. If it's good, it comes from God. If it's merciful, if it's tender, if it's compassion, if it's of great mercy. Hallelujah. For our God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He changes not. Praise God. He's got just as much mercy, just as much kindness today as He had in the Old Covenant. Now in the New Testament, or the New Covenant, the word compassion is a Greek word, splotchinizoma. I did not make that word up. I looked that word up. And it said splotchinizoma. My wife has accused me of spiritualizing that word, but I didn't. I found it in Vine's Expository Dictionary of New Testament words, and it means this, compassion, to yearn, tender affection, to be moved by one's heart, sympathy, a desire to help people when they don't deserve it, charity. That's what this word means. Now, in Romans 5, 8, said God commended His love towards us that while we were yet sinners, He died for us. So we have that same kind of love in us. Romans 5, 5 said, The love of God is shed abroad in our heart by the Holy Ghost. Well, do you believe honestly this day that the body of Christ walks in the love of God? Do you believe we walk in the love of God? Do you know any denomination that loves one another? One. Hallelujah. But they've got the love of God shed abroad in their heart. Romans 5, 5, Cotton Patch said, You have received a love transfusion. So it's in your heart. 
But it's like having money in the bank and not knowing how to write a check. We need to learn how to operate in this love. That's why Jesus said, I'm going to give you a new commandment, and by this commandment, love, agape, that's in your heart, everybody's going to know you, my disciples. No other way. Praise God. Hallelujah. So, a desire to help people when they don't deserve it. You know anybody you want to help when they don't deserve it? Huh? And they've done wrong, and they failed, and they had no business doing it, but they done it. <laughs> but we're going to help them. Now you're going to help them. You're going to help them. That comes under the pastor's office. No, it don't. That's us. What about when people fail? What about people when they do not deserve it? You know anybody that does not deserve it? I can think of a thousand. You know, just on one finger. I don't even have to lift two. Don't deserve it. Charity. You know what charity is? That's giving to people. When they don't deserve it. Helping them up for the 49th time. <laughs> How many of y'all liking this today? Some of you sitting out there looking like a mule eating briars or something. <laughs> Romans 5, 5, For the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Cotton Pat said, we ha God has given us a love transfusion. You got the God kind of love. Listen, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We got that kind of love. While others mistreat you, say things about you. You know, like I told a fellow yesterday, I said, if you ain't had eight or ten good lies told on you, you ain't doing nothing for Jesus. Call me talking about what someone said about him. Well, ain't that pitiful. Yeah, but I thought they was my friend. That's where you get... Messed up, you thought. See, listen to me. A friend will stick closer than a brother. See, we need to be taught these things. If you don't know how to do it, you're not going to do it. Do you know that? If you don't know how to do it. You know, some people was raised in a home that had a lot of love. Do you know that? They had a home full of love. Others had a home they just snatched up in. Every day of my life, I heard my mama and daddy fuss. Every day. If it, it, it wasn't a day went by that I didn't hear something. They was fussed all the time. All the time. Something all the time. I hate you. I don't, I wish that I never married you. All that. I heard that all my life. <laughs> what do you think that does to the, your kids? I went and cast the devil out of a girl one time. She had 16 devils. Most folks don't even know, even have a clue to what I'm saying. But anyway, one of the things that happened to her when she was nine years old, I, I knew her as a little kid, and she was brilliant. She could paint, she could sing, she could do a lot of things. Little pretty little blonde-headed girl, wore long hair. And, and one day she was hiding under the kitchen table. 
and she heard her mom and daddy fussing and said, if it wasn't for little Juanita, I wouldn't stay with you five minutes. And somehow she misconstrued that and thought it was her fault that they was fussing. And her daddy did leave. And her mama had to raise her. Now her mama was a pill. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, man, you stay around here, her water wouldn't stay on your stomach. You listening to me? But little Juanita fantasized that it was her fault. And she started fantasizing, fantasizing. First thing you know, she fantasized she had a little brother. It was his fault why daddy left. It wasn't her fault. It was her brother. But she didn't have... Then she started hearing voices. And then a voice, a little six-month-old baby one time, spoke and she heard this baby say, said, you're going to get pregnant with Jesus' baby. See, all this started with back there with no love in the house. And they heard this. And this girl, at a young age, became, looked like she was about to be delivered. And at the age of 37 years old, she was so big, she looked like she was about to be delivered. And people, you know, she had a minister live next door to him. He called the police on her. He finally, she said she'd get out there and dance on his front porch and just scare the fire out of him. He didn't know what to do. He called the police. He put a six-foot chain-link fence around his house to keep someone out that had the devil. Now that's a pitiful case, but it's the truth. She would stand flat-footed and jump six foot, big, big like that. Folks that don't know anything about the devil say that's impossible. Called the police on, and they finally told him, said, you better not call us out here anymore. He'd call them at two or three o'clock in the morning. She'd be out there dancing on his front porch and carrying on just run him crazy. <clears throat> you know what he had to do? Move. Well, I don't move. I went over there and I told her mama, I said, now you stay in that room in there. I hear two people with me. And I said, now you stay in there. Don't you come in there. I don't care what she says. And she said some terrible things. See? Anyway, as I was talking to her, I found out, you know, where it started and everything like that. And she was big pregnant. She told how that happened. She was not pregnant. She was not pregnant. She just had that thought, do you know your mind can control your body? Lord told me, hit her right in the belly. I said, oh Lord. Hit, hit her in the belly? I know her mama. Her mama's looking for a banana peeling to slip down on. She's looking for a compensation to set up on her. You understand what I'm saying? I know. I said, you're going to get me soon. You're going to, you know. He said, hit her in the belly. You understand what I'm talking about? So I just finally said, that's all right. I ain't going, worst thing happened to me, I'd go to heaven. Bye, y'all. And I just hit her right in the belly. And she said, I guess if it had to go, it ha it's better that it went that way. Now, I never did know what that meant either. But it left. And all those devils left. And she got saved. And she got filled with the Holy Ghost. And her latter days are better than her former days. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, why did I go over? I didn't have to go over there put myself in a position, put myself in a position where they're going to put me in the lockup? How would that look? Preacher, 
cripples pregnant woman. Front page. No trial necessary. We're going to hang him. Say. <clears throat> but the love of God, love of God is shed abroad in our hearts. See, a lot of people like this girl, uh, 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 like me, I had to learn this. You know, if you could stay in that position you was in the moment you got born again, you remember how happy you was, how you loved everybody? But then some of them good Christians come said something. You know, them that's got the love of God shed abroad in their heart, but don't use it. Are you still out there? Hallelujah. So, we must learn to express the God kind of love. Hallelujah. Do you know the number one need of the church? Some folks said, well, we need the love of God. No, we got that. Well, we need a revival. No, we need to grow up. We need to grow up. We don't need to stay babies all the time. Do you know that? We've got a, 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 we got a nursery full of babies. We call them sanctuaries. Am I doing any good or y'all? <laughs> Hallelujah. So we must grow up. Amen. The number one need of the body of Christ. See, we'll get an old boy saved, get him filled with the Holy Ghost. You know what we'll do? About three weeks he comes regularly. We'll put him to teach in Sunday school. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. We'll put him to teach in Sunday school and he ain't dry behind the ear. He said, don't put a novice. I've done it. I've done it. Man, when I got saved, first thing they want to do, want to put me to teach in Sunday school. And I didn't even know the difference between the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Preacher asked me, he said, did you read, do you read your Bible? I said, yeah, I read it all the time. So what have you been reading? I said, well, I've been in Isaiah. I didn't know Isaiah from Hosea. I didn't know nothing about none of it. I thought Job over, I didn't, that's Job. I didn't even know how to pronounce some of this. He said, what have you been reading? I said, Isaiah. He said, well, do you understand it? I said, no, do you? I didn't know what he's saying. I had no idea. You know. Amen. Y'all find Ephesians, the fourth chapter, start in the uh, eighth verse. Wherefore he saith, when he ascended on high, Jesus, he led captivity captive and gave gifts unto men. Now that he ascended... Let me stop just a minute. Do you know, it's just as big a problem for me to act in love as it is you. Do you know, I don't always walk in love. I hate to admit it. I don't like it. Sometimes I say, well, I'll just hit you outside the head where you act. You know what I mean? Just get embarrassed at your own self. You ever done it? Just get embarrassed. Say something hard to somebody. Just cut them clean to the bone. That's a terrible thing. Do you know that? That's a terrible thing. But we're all in the same boat, including your preacher. I don't like that. I want to grow out of that. I want it to get where I ain't nothing but honey and sweetie and all that stuff. And you know what? I can do that with folks that love me. But what about when someone does something you don't like? When they don't deserve your love. That's when God says you'll find out what you believe. 
That'll find out. See, do you know what? Do you know what? Black preacher called me the other day. I want to help my people. I said, who is your people? See, who is your people? See, there should not be such a thing as a black church. There should not be such a thing as a white church. There should not be something like that. You know, the world sits out here and looks at us and says, they don't even get along black white. Sanctified. Call themselves sanctified folk. That's pitiful. That's pitiful. That's what we show the world out there. That's what we show other Christians. Ephesians. Were we in Ephesians? When he ascended on high. Listen. One of the things that Jesus did, I was looking through, he knocked social evils. He telling folks you ain't doing right. Amen. And you can straighten it up. Hallelujah. 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 Friend of mine hired a boy to babysit for, you know, and he'd been saved about six months. He called me, yet, when was that, yesterday morning? And he talked long. He said, talk to this fellow. See what you think of him. And, uh, you know, he talked a little bit. He said, you don't believe in the Trinity, do you? I said, I believe in it just as much as Jesus did. Well, you're going to hell. Now, ain't that something? He's six months old in the Lord, and he's going to tell me where all I'm going. Amen. Now, I want to tell him, you are, you are hell. You know, I'd like to tell him, you're not only there, but you're an idiot to start with. See, I'd like to say that just like you would. Amen? He said, you don't believe in the Catholic Church, do you? I said, I'm Catholic. Catholic just means universal. I'm not Roman Catholic, but I'm Catholic. I believe in the universal church. I believe in the Methodist. I believe in the Protestant. I believe in the Catholic. I believe in the Baptist. Them Baptists been outshining us for years. Hallelujah. Now, I may not agree with all their doctrine or something, but bless God, like I told him, I said, you ought to find a place to hook up with somebody and love somebody instead of trying. said, but I ain't going to love someone going to hell. I'm going to hell. I preach Trinitarianism. Said, you don't study your history. I said, is your boss man anywhere close that I could speak with him? <laughs> I don't have, you know. Hallelujah. 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 You know, Christians ought to find a place to hook on with somebody instead of downing somebody. You know, when I first come around Pentecost, folks, uh, uh, you know, and I didn't even have the Holy Ghost the first month or so, I say, they said, well, you just about half-baked. Half-baked? See, and I wasn't sanctified all to half-bake you upside the head. What I thought. Half-baked. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what it'll do. Now, you listen to me. When you do something like that, that'll rob somebody of their joy. Do you know that? Put something on somebody that they ain't got any business handling. Hallelujah. If you want to do something, help somebody. If you want to do something, be a friend to somebody. If you want to do something, build somebody up. Bless God and agree with them on something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Tenth verse. 
He that descended is the same also that ascended far above the heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers for the perfecting or maturing of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying, building up of the body of Christ. Till we all come into the unity of the faith. Amen. And of the knowledge of the Son of God unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ. Praise God. One translation said, measured by nothing less than the full statue of Christ. Hallelujah. He is love in action. He is compassion in action. <laughs> Hallelujah. He's our example. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Now, when I talk about the love of God, I'm not talking about some old wimp. You know what a man's supposed to be? A man. He ain't supposed to be some kind of little limp nose something. No, be a man. Stand up. And no, you know, you know, one of the reasons that women fall in love with men is because of their authority and they are a man. They like that. They're built like that. They're a weaker vessel. They want to look up to their man. They want to respect, honor. They want to put him on the, I mean, put him on the top shelf. Said, that's my old boy there. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. To the full statue. One translation said, to the point where you become as fully adult as Christ. There's the goal. One translation, the 14th verse there, he said, uh, that we henceforth be no more children. One translation said, they'd be no more, would remain no more a child. God don't want to stay children. You know what a children does? You pinch one of them little children and the squall goes out through the whole nursery. <laughs> Amen? You touch them wrong, do anything wrong. Do anything don't suit them, they, you know, they holler. Hallelujah. No one should remain a child. Cotton Patch said no one remain a baby. Grieber said no one should be a half-grown child. Infant. One translation said they should not remain a raw recruit. Hallelujah. Fifteenth verse. But speaking the truth, how? In love. You ever seen someone, you ever seen someone get on you just right with the Word of God? <laughs> you ever seen someone just eat somebody alive with the Word? Huh? I mean, they can put it on you. I mean, when they get through you, you a fly won't even come within a hundred miles of you. Rest God, I'm called to straighten them out. Ain't nobody got one of those ministries. See, hallelujah. And I don't get up here in the pulpit and take individuals and straighten them out. Amen. You ever been to church and say, that fellow, he knew something, he's talking right to me. <laughs> hallelujah. But speaking the truth in love. Hallelujah. Christmas say, we must stay, we must say what is true and say it with love. You know, you can say it, but it don't have to be in love. 
You ever had someone tell you the truth and it just eats you alive? Here's the truth. You've done it. It's a terrible thing you've done. Hallelujah. Six months after you're dead, we're going to dig you up and kick you. <laughs> huh? Because we don't forgive nobody that makes mistakes. See, he said you love like as Jesus loved us. As he loved us. He is willing to die for us while we were yet a sinner. Listen, let me tell you something. You may be talking about an old boy and telling the truth about him and all this stuff, and he might have repented, clean up, I mean, two hours before you told him. Now you've told a lie on him. Now you are a liar. And what you've said, what you've said now is done judge your own self. Romans 6, 2 said, If you judge somebody else, the same judgment's coming on you. So we're talking about how to walk in love. I don't judge nobody. It's easy to judge somebody. It's easy to point your finger at somebody else. It's mistakes. If they do this, if they do this, I could do this. No? How about you doing this and let that limb take care of themselves? Huh? Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> We must say the truth in love. But speaking the truth in love may grow up into Him in all things, which is the head, even Christ. See? Hallelujah. Amplified Bible said, Let our lives lovingly express truth in all things. Speaking truly, dealing truly, living truly, enfolded in love. Let us grow up in every way and in all things. Into him who is the head, even Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one. One translation, Dean said, and in love the body will grow. You know, if we quit down in them Baptists, if we quit down in them Catholics, that fellow told me the other day, said, You don't believe in the Catholic Church, do you? Yeah, I do. He said, Well, you're going to hell. Okay. When am I going? Oh, it won't be long. Anyway, he had the ticket to ride. He said, she's the great whore of the revelation. Now here he understands all mysteries in six months. Where'd he get that? He got it out of the pulpit. Do you know people spread uh, uh, hate, prejudice, and everything comes right out of the pulpit. You ain't going no further than what you're hearing. Amen? One time Lucy Rael, got a picture on the wall out there, Everybody started talking to her, said she started throwing feathers on people. Well, she done, she was at Billy Joe Daughtery's church in Tulsa, Old Roberts' pastor, young boy come from Magnolia. And so I called Billy Joe, I said, what do you know about that? He said, I know all I want to know about it. I said, well, she was in your church when this happened, do you, what, what about it? He said, let me tell you something. If feathers is going to come out of somebody, why? what's wrong with them coming out of their hand? He said, do you know about them feathers that fell over there on other folks? No, I hadn't heard that. All I seen was a video where she looked like she throwed a feather on somebody. I said, would you uh, find out the truth and call? Let me know. I have, I have them come to church all the time. I don't want to expose my people to something. He said, no, I won't call you and tell you neither. I changed me some stuff right then. That's been years ago. 
I changed me some something right then. I learned me something from a pastor in Tulsa. Let me tell you something. Someone might make a mistake or fail or something, but you don't keep throwing it up and throwing it up. You know what? What When he said that, that old boy's ever ready to believe the best. He's ever ready to believe the best. Hallelujah. Not the worst. His folks made videos about it. Don't expose, got a ministry of exposing folks. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One man had a children's ministry. He got involved with it. We wrote and told him. Said, you got a minister to children or a minister to expose people? Have you talked to these people? Do you know what these people have done? These people, Lucy Rael and Seto, they called one of the men that said, that said they had devils. Said, oh, they got devils all in them. Hey, I said, well, call him. They called him. And they asked him, Seto did, said, uh, if we got devils, can we come up there where you're at? And you cast these devils out of them. We don't want no devils. They didn't know a whole lot. He said, no, we don't, I don't fool with folks like you. Now there's the love of God. Now which, I'd rather see someone made a mistake and got it right rather than someone said, I don't fool with people like you. Hallelujah. Now I don't listen to nothing that fellow says. He's got off in error and everything else. Ain't nobody down him. Amen. Hallelujah. Compassion. The love of God is always ready to believe the best about somebody. He's ready to. He ain't ready to hear gossip. See, he ain't ready to hear what someone's failed. He's ready to hear the best. He's going to believe the best. Yeah, but I, you know, don't stick your head in the sand like an ostrich. Well, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, bless God, when something comes up, Expect God to restore them. Expect that you'll help them. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. You know love makes heroes out of folks? Compassion. Love in action. Love will make a hero out of you. You know what Abraham Lincoln said? They said, Mr. Lincoln, you've bragged on your opponent so much so everybody's gonna vote for him instead of you. Said, you know that fellow's your enemy? He said, oh no. Said, I'm gonna talk so good about him, I'm gonna make him my friend. <laughs> you know, you can make your enemies your friend. I've done it. I've done it. I've proved it out. There's a preacher here in town, used to preach about me at least twice a month. Hallelujah. Sometimes twice a week. And every time he'd see me, he'd just stiffen up. Every time I'd see him, I'd say, How you doing, man? How you doing? And I'd just go up there and hug his neck. He'd stiffen up. He just wanted to spit on me. Every time I'd see him, I'd say something good to him. How you doing? How's your church coming along? Anything I can believe with. He knew, he, he knew I had a miracle ministry and he couldn't understand it because it didn't happen at his church. Now let me tell you something. Love is the root and the seed ground where faith grows out of. It ain't going to grow out of hate. It got where every time I see him, he'd holler and wave at me. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God. So love will make you a hero. First Peter 2.17, you might write it down, said love, said love the brotherhood. 
That means sisterhood too. That means fellow Christians. That means all brands of them. Do you know we got 1,400 brands of them? Hallelujah. Praise God. Praise God. Love the brotherhood. Williams translation said, practice love for the brotherhood. One, oh, I love it. I love it. Go back over at your church. <laughs> love practices it. You know, before I met the Lord, there's old boy around here ahead of the NAACP named Thaddeus Payne. Any of y'all ever know Thaddeus? Big old fella. Son, me and that fella had some problems. I was raised prejudiced just like you was, so don't, don't act like I'm saying something you ain't ever heard of. Black and white, all of you. Run over him one time. But I got saved. And I, 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 a friend of mine, uh, you know, me and, me and this fellow named Reverend Tony, he was a Baptist preacher, and, and, and we were friends. And uh, after I got saved, <laughs> after I got saved, uh, he called, asked me, said, would you come preach for me sometime? Yeah, I'll preach for him. said, I got a couple, three preachers. Who you got? He said, I got such and such and Thaddeus Payne. <laughs> and so me and Thaddeus sat on the same pulpit. And he's looking at me out of the corner of his eye. You know, run over and knock my hip down one time, you know. And he spoke first, said, you know, that used to be a mean white man. Said, but you know, I, I can tell he's got the love of God in his heart. See, by this, all men's going to know that you mean business, that you're not playing, that you're not putting on some kind of air just to impress somebody else. Amen. By this all men shall know you're my disciple. Not because you got some supernatural ministry. Oh, not that you can quote all the scripture in the world. Not that you can straighten everybody out. But by this, the love of God, compassion in action, love in action, that you're going to do it. I mean, two enemies sat on a pulpit, were enemies one time, and took and hugged one another's neck. You know what the audience did? Baptists. I ain't talking about Pentecost. I'm talking about Baptists. Them Baptist folks went to squalling. They went squalling about that. Hallelujah. They knew how I was. Hallelujah. I used to hate so many people, I wished there's more of them where I can hate more of them. I'd wake up mad. I'd wake up. I was mad all the time. Hallelujah. How come? I grew up like that. I grew up in hell. I grew up listening to that kind of stuff. I grew up with mama cussing, daddy cussing, and hearing all that stuff. You ever heard a woman cuss? Man, they, they, they got words that ain't even in the vocabulary. And I like my daddy the best and run with him. And mama would say, well, I just hate you. Well, hate me too. See, she just told me many times I wished I'd have never had you. And I'd say things that'd make it worse, you know. I come home from high school one time. I was about in 11th, 12th grade. She had my suitcases put out on the front. Someone had done told her something on me. She put me out 
Put me out of the house. Here I am a kid, 15 years old. Put me out. Not try to straighten it out. See, she wore a hairdo. She had all the truth. Drag a dress. No lipstick. She's got to be perfect. But here heathen is. Put me out. And I said, Daddy, you ain't going to let her do that, are you? And he laughed. You know, ha ha. <laughs> and he thought it was funny, you know. He waved. He waved, you know, ha ha. I thought, well, ain't you going to say, you need to take up me, man. Tell her that ain't the truth. And so I went and I stayed. We had a little old cabin. I stayed down there. About three days later, I looked up and yon, he come with his suitcase. She done put him down the road. See? Let me tell you something. Love don't put you down the road. Love's willing to get it straightened out. Love don't go to the divorce court. Love, bless God, straightens it out. He never talks about it outside the family. He gets it handled. Can you say amen? I think I'm preaching a little bit better than y'all amen in this morning. Just a little bit. Hallelujah. 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 You know, told you about Thaddeus. Every time, every time I'd see Thaddeus out somewhere, I'd buy his dinner. He'd buy mine. We'd got to be friends. Love the brotherhood. Love your brother. You understand what I'm saying? Love your brother. Hallelujah. You show it. You don't just talk it. You show it. Praise God. Hallelujah. Well, you know, to, to love someone, you need to learn to be a friend first. Do you know that? Not many folks. You know, when I used to bird hunt, people would bird hunt together about three years, and then they'd blow up. Fishermen, they'd fish together all three or four years, and then they'd have a blow up. Daddy always told me, if you want to have a friend and know your friend, go off fishing with him. Go off hunting with him. You'll find out just what he is. You can get in a deer camp. How many of you know deer camps have explosions on a regular basis? You got the best stand. You got to, instead of preferring somebody else. Amen. I've seen folks that's killing deer. Uh, they'd be killing deer and wouldn't dare let nobody sit on their stand. Oh my God, I found this myself. Some old boy ain't never killed a deer. Wouldn't dare let him sit on the stand. <laughs> yeah, but he's Methodist. Oh, I know it. And I'm Presbyterian. <laughs> what is a friend? What's a friend? Proverbs seventeen seventeen. Write that down. It said, A friend loveth at all times. And a brother is born for adversity. See, that's training. When do you love him? I'll love him as long as he does, right? No. He loves him all the time. Hallelujah. Good news. Said, friends always show their love. What are brothers for? If not to share trouble. Page three. <laughs> Think about that. You know a friend. You know I got a friend named Ricky Lawrence. We've been friends for, I don't know, Betty, you know Ricky. Man, we've been friends since, since he is a teenager. You know, friends will, uh, will have a disagreement, but they ain't disagreeable. See, they straighten it out. Hallelujah. 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 First time I went off fishing with him, you know, I carried him as a young kid, showing him 
places and never tell nobody. He never would do that. And he never would tell anybody. And I'd carry him, show him where this and that, show him how to fish. And he called himself going to beat me fishing. And I'm the dude that showed you, throw right there. That's where the bass laying. And I'm, and he's going to beat me. He thought he was challenging me. One time we pulled up in a lake called Mud Lake, and I said, they're right on that line. I cut that trail out years ago, and I could throw them bait up in there, and you couldn't get it back. The bass get it. Well, he turned his boat, and there I am. I'm just, I'm sitting there in the back of the boat, and he's catching fish right there. He thought he's beating me. No, I showed him where it's at. But I'm having to teach him. So I took a ball so and I said, run, 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 run. Pop! Right back in his head and it caught him right back in the head right there. Didn't take long. He learned to turn that boat, you know. Like. He said, ah, you hit me with that plug. I said, I don't know how. I was trying to cast right up in there where we, where them fish are. We outstanding friends. Now listen to me. You know what a friend will do all fishing? He'll see to it that you have the best time. He'll see to it that you catch more. You got the opportunity to catch as many as he does. Hallelujah. You go off hunting, you don't... You know, I've been off hunting with folks. Uh, you know, I may not know where. It's, yeah, come on, we're going to go hunting. Friend, it puts you in the worst spot where they could kill more of them where they could brag and talk. See, that ain't the way a friend does. Friend puts you in the best spot where you can catch the best. Tell me you remember when such and such come from Oklahoma and Glenn was gone? I said, I'll carry him. You know where I put him? I put him in our best spot. Best spot. He killed 15, 20 squirrels. I think Glenn would say But he is from Oklahoma. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I went and hunt, I went and hunted in a place we'd hunted out. But I give him the best opportunity. That's what you do with a friend. You prefer somebody else. You want the best for them. Now see, that ain't easy to do. Well, ask God, it took me years to find this place. Well, it might have. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jewish translation, a friend is devoted at all times. A brother is born to share adversity. Revised English, a friend shows his friendship at all times. And a brother is born to share trouble. Well, if you, I'll stick with you, brother, through thick and thin. But if you get too thick, I'll have to thin. <laughs> See, that ain't a friend. Amen? Now, I know this ain't no jump up and down and how all your money's going to fall on you, you know, like wedding, uh, rice at a wedding party. I ain't talking about... But this is something the body of Christ is going to have to learn and learn how to operate in. Now, if you want your faith to work, you better check up right there first. Does your faith work? Are you walking in love with your wife, with your children? You know, I was reading over there one time, he, and, and, and Peter said, Man, don't discourage your children. You know, you can discourage them. You know how to do it? I got an uncle, and he's been down in his boy all his life. You ain't nothing. You'll never amount to nothing. You'll never, you'll never, uh, get a decent job. You're not gonna ever do that. 
Oh, you can't do anything. That's all he's ever told him. Guess what he amounted to? Just what he said. He's been married twice. Can't stay married because he's got the opinion he ain't nothing. He's heard that all his life. See, you discourage. Words are worse than hitting someone with your fist. Words will stick with you six months after a black eye heals up. Amen. You'll know your friends when trouble comes. A friend of mine, him and his wife got in some marital problems. Preacher. She had some mental problems. And they had some bad mar- marital problems, bad as it can get. Anyway, he went to a work in another state. And he'd tell me I can't stand to look at her. But I called him at least three times a week and put something in him, put the love of God. And, and, and even, you know, some things that happened, I even told him he is responsible for a lot of... Do you know, a lot of times a family will break up and you think, well, that guy goes to church, he does this, he does it. You know, you have to work at love. Do you know you have to work at it? Oh, Jesus has hurt my heart. I'm wounded. Oh, you something or another. How many of you know God can restore anything? Well, I don't love her. I don't love him. God can restore. Listen, listen. We need to be some kind of example. By this, all men, all men, heathen, sinners, uh, Christians, all men will know that you're my disciple. That boy will walk in the love of God. If it hair lips, everybody going. I thought Billy Joe Daughtery told me that. Man, that went all over me. No, I won't call you. Because I ain't going to try to find out. And he's the kind of fellow you ever seen in your life. But he didn't say that real kind. <laughs> hallelujah, hallelujah. No, and my friend had problems, him and his wife. I called them two or three times a week, sometimes more than that, sometimes uh, 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 12, 1 o'clock at night. Graduated from a good school, everything, had everything going for him. But they had problems. You know, I've thought of many times. I've asked him. Well, he told me, he said, you know, you're the only preacher that's ever called me. You know, we have a job. And we have, we've got a responsibility. You are your brother's keeper. You are part of the body of Christ. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I don't know if I'm helping y'all, but I'm helping me. Praise God. Proverbs 18, 24 said, A man that has friends, guess what the rest of it says? Must show himself friendly. <laughs> A man that wants his wife to love him must make her fall in love every day. Hallelujah. Proverbs 27, 6 said, Faithful are the wounds of a friend. Let me add this. 
If you walk in love, they'll heal right quick too. Praise God. First Peter. You, you ever heard folks say, I've been wounded? We got a charismatic group here in El Dorado. It's over 5,000 of them. And they've been wounded. Someone's always wounded them. Every time I get around them, I'll, I used to go over there, but they wounded me. Everybody's wounding them. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Look, they've had enough wounds, they ought to have done died. Most of them have. Now, you listening to me? Love doesn't take account of suffered wrong. Love don't talk about people. 1 Peter 3.8 Finally, be ye all one-minded, having compassion one for another. Love as brethren. Be pitiful, be courteous. New Life said, love each other with a kind heart and a mind that has no pride. You understand what I mean by that? Man, I can teach on this another three hours. You understand what I mean? Ah, well, you know, I ain't going to let nobody do me like that. You know, Lester Summerall told me one time when I was young in the Lord, he said, if you're going to make it, you're going to have to be willing to be fooled. No, how many of you like to be fooled? Raise your hand. Do I call for liars down here and we have altar calls. Ain't nobody wants to be fooled. <laughs> Hallelujah. They said you got to be willing to be fooled. You know. Praise God, praise God. First Peter 3.8 said, said, Not rendering evil for evil or railing for railing. Railing means abuse. Don't abuse folks with your mouth. Phillips translation said, Never pay back a bad turn with a bad turn. An insult for another insult. <laughs> That'd stop all the quarreling around the house, wouldn't it? Huh? That'd stop all that. Well, I ain't letting you get over me with it. Huh? I'm going to have the last word. <laughs> Women like the last word. Never pay back a bad turn with a bad turn. An insult with another insult. See, I can say what I want to up here and she can't say nothing. See, hallelujah. But on the contrary... He said, not an insult against insult, but on the contrary, pay back with good. What if your wife said, honey, I'm telling you what, you've done strode mud up, and I just hate you. And you said, honey, I love you so. Instead of shut your nasty mouth, I brought these groceries in. <laughs> Amen. He said, pay back with good, for this is your calling, to do good and inherit the goodness of God. 1 Peter 3.10, For he that love life see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil and his lips that they speak no guile. I looked up that word guile meant to bait somebody. A snare, deceit, subtlety. You know what I mean? Deal with people underhandedly. 
You know what I mean? With an ulterior motive. I'm going to work you out of something or I'm going to work you this way because it's better for me. I know ain't nobody done that here in this church. I know that because it got so quiet in there when, when I said that. He said, Refrain your tongue from evil lips, speak no guile. Cotton patch, list the cotton patch. Put the brakes on badness and give the throttle to goodness. Pull the hammer back, son. Opera, you know, being good, being good to people, that's the love of God. Hallelujah. Say, so he said a new commandment. Why was it a new commandment? You know, in the Old Testament, they said love, love your neighbor, as in the Oka, but he gave you something to love with. It's a new commandment. I give you the love of Almighty God, the kind that God has. Hallelujah. Hey, answer me something. Can you walk in a house and tell whether they've been fussing or not? You take a chop axe and cut a hole in it to get in. Said, I didn't see nothing but air. I did. Just the atmosphere. Hallelujah. Hey, man, ain't nothing better than walk in a house and the love of God, and the peace of God, and the joy of God. Hallelujah. You walk in there, and the, and the atmosphere of heaven's in a home. See, he said over in Deuteronomy, he said, you can have heaven on earth. How are you going to do it? You're going to have to watch your tongue. I tell the Lord all the time, put a watch on my tongue. I ain't talking about a Rolex either. Hallelujah. Ushers come on to give give some of these out then I'm going to read it come on get you one of these see how quick you can give them out just hand them this hat as fast as you can split them with open mic yeah yeah split some more hallelujah try to just get one to the family if you can hallelujah by this all men's going to know you, my disciples. Not by straightening people out. Not by the supernatural miracles that happen. Oh man, we got miracles. You know, Paul said his folks would preach the gospel with contention. That's a terrible indictment, ain't it? I never did like that scripture. But it's there. People do it. He said, at least the, least the gospel's been preached. Hallelujah. But that ain't the way it's supposed to be. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Everybody got one of them? If you ain't got one, raise your hand. Hallelujah. Yeah. Give Judy two. How many she need, Dave? Two? Better give her two. Hallelujah. This is 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 8 out of uh, the Amplified Bible. Hallelujah. Uh, uh-uh. Janice said, get you at least three. <laughs> Me and Janice got a ministry of exposing. All right, listen to this. Let's read this. Let's read this. Praise God. Love endures long. Take this thing and carry it around with you. 
Praise God. Love endures long, is, is patient, kind. Love never is envious, nor boils over with jealousy, is not boastful or vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. Don't display itself as a hot shot. It's not conceited, arrogant, inflated with pride, is not rude, unmannerly, does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in us, does not insist on its own right, its own way. That'd stop a lot of trouble at the house, wouldn't it? Huh? That'd stop them kids from acting up too. Kids need this too. You have to train them. Just like we're talking about here and training ourselves how to walk in the love of God. We have to train children. You know, you can raise up a generation. When they get to be teenagers, they get to be rebellious. That's not the way this thing's supposed to work. The love of God's supposed to be flowing out of it. Does not insist on its own rights, its own way, for it's not self-seeking, is not touchy, fretful, resentful, takes no account of evil done to it. You know anybody done that? Man, you know what they done to me? You know what they said about me? <laughs> Pays no attention to suffered wrong. That ain't nothing. You ain't nothing. Denominational Pentecost told Brother Hagin said, it's a flaw in your character. You won't even defend yourself. It's a flaw in your character. said, we've wanted to promote you to some of the good churches that we have. You're an outstanding teacher, but you've got a flaw in your character. What is it? You won't even defend yourself. He wouldn't take... He said, every one of them come back around years later and told him, said, I understand what you're talking about, the love of Almighty God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. That's going to be our goal. We're going to be known as an oasis of love in the wilderness, praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Does not rejoice at injustice or unrighteousness, but rejoices when truth, uh, right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything. Ever ready? Everything that comes is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Oh, I knew they wasn't going to make it. I knew it. I told you so. See, that's all normal talk in the body of Christ. By the way, them folks start out, they're going to have a big trouble. They're going to be sick. They're going to have this. They're going to have disease. They're going to have failure. Uh, they're going to do it. Everything's going to come upon them. Curses on them. Now, does that sound like... Do you know anybody that sets out and says, this year... I'm going to be the biggest failure in the body of Christ. I'm going to work at it. Nobody wants to fail. Nobody. 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 I don't mean you have to run with everybody. I'm not saying that. But just to shake hands with somebody, everything's lovely. No, everything ain't lovely. You've got to love folks in your heart. Hallelujah. You've got to act upon it. Ever ready to believe the best of every person? Hopes? are faithless under all circumstances. Don't ever give up hope on somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Brenda asked me the other day about a fella. <laughs> I ain't been fooling with him but 20 years. <laughs> and he ain't never, and he ain't never got over the hump in 20 years. But I keep putting something in him. But one day he is. My hopes ain't fadeless. I believe the work of God in him is going to overcome that. Now it looks like he's going the other way. Looks like he's a failure looking for a place to happen. But I got faith. Bless God what God's got in him. It's going to overcome that. Sometimes he's in trouble. He calls four, five, ten times a day. You like that? No. Not a bit. Why do you do it then? Because I'm believing the best. I believe one day he's going to do something for Jesus. So he's made so many mistakes. Well, who hadn't? You know, you say it's me and Brother Hagin, but I guess Brother Hagin's all by himself now. <laughs> Amen. It hopes are fadeless under all circumstances. Endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out, becomes obsolete, or comes to an end. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, by this all men shall know you, what? That you love one another. You're my disciple. Y'all get anything out of this? What we gonna do with it? Talk's cheap. These sermons, you know, I'm adding you can go down to Harrison Bookstore and buy one of those sermons. I don't doubt it. They, they for sale. Hallelujah. Praise God. I've sent these sermons right here to a bunch of preachers. <laughs> I guarantee you, I know Sam mate preached this same thing this morning. Hallelujah. You know, it's easy to get something off somebody else rather than work it up anyway. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We've got a ways to go, folks. We've got a ways to go. But we're heading and pressing on towards that mark of the high calling. It's a higher calling out there than just knowing the Word and getting our needs met. It's a higher calling. It's a calling out there where the lost can see the love of God. Do you know, do you know why they have gangs? You ever heard them tell why they have gangs? The bloods and the crypts and all. You know why? said, them folks love us. Why don't you go to church? Oh, man, they've been downing us for years. Mama goes to church, and that's the main woman I ever seen. The time I come in, do one thing wrong, knock fire off my head. Stand up on your feet. <laughs> Anybody getting anything out of this? Are you getting enough out of it? You're going to do something about it. Close your eyes this morning. Say this to me. Dear Father, before Almighty God, I will exercise the love of God that's in my heart. I'll be known as a disciple by the love that's in me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, glory. Anybody need prayer for anything this morning? That looks good. Praise God. Well, won't you? Praise and worship me. Betty, you want prayer?
Well, come on. Won't I just pray over one of these handkerchiefs? Ooh, glory. I like a handkerchief. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let's believe God together. Let's believe God together. Hallelujah. 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 Let me lay this. I'm going to lay this on your chest. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Jesus' name. Yeah. <laughs> now there it goes. There it is. There it is. There it is. Hallelujah. 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 Put that on. Hallelujah. Keep that on. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you believe she's healed, say shout amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Well, you can be dismissed. See you tonight at 6 o'clock.